The great thing about being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules. You can do whatever you want to do. The challenge of being an entrepreneur is that you're your own boss. You make your own rules and you can do whatever you want to do. And the problem can be sometimes you don't know what to do. In fact, you may be making mistakes right now in your business and don't even know that you're making mistakes and you don't even know how they're hurting you. So here's what I did. I went and made a list of the 13 most common mistakes I see in entrepreneurs every single day, and I'm going to share them with you and how to fix them completely for free. All you had to do is go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com. Put your email address in on that page, and I'm going to share with you the top 13 mistakes entrepreneurs make, why they make them, and how to fix them all in one place. Just go to workonmygame.com. I will tell you how to fix the biggest mistakes you may be making in your business right now and are not even aware that you're making them. And we're going to fix them all in the same spot. And this will take you less than 40 minutes. Go to workonmygame.com right now and let's fix the problems that you may not even know that you have. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. True experts have to be experts at communication as well as experts at their craft. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You know what is the biggest thing that separates the high level performers from everyone else out there? It is not talent. It is not hard work. It is not resources. It is not knowledge. It is not skill. It is the fact that they have a process and a strategy for how to show up and give their best effort, even on the days when they don't feel like being at work. Has any of you ever had one of those days? Is any of you having one of those days right now? That day is called the third day. We put a label on it and we describe exactly what it is in my new book called The Third Day, The Decision That Separates the Pros from the Amateurs. In this book, I will not only describe to you what the third day is, but I will help you create a formula for yourself for you to show up and give your best effort, even on those days when you don't even feel like going to work. In that book, you're going to become a professional and no longer be an amateur. I'll give you a free copy of it, as a matter of fact. All you have to do is cover the shipping. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Again, thirddaybook.com. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? 
That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insight, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is signs of a true expert. Before we get into this, I remind everybody, I send out a text every day guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. I call it the daily motivation. I send one out every week as well. I call that the Monday motivation. You can receive those texts by being a part of my text community and texting me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you text me, you'll get a response that'll let you know that you're in. Then we'll tell you what your options are once you get in. It may or may not be back active by the time you hear this episode, but it will be back active at some point. So make sure you text me, get into the text community. Secondly, work on your game university. That's a place where I do all my coaching. It's the only place to work with me directly. If you would like to have me as your direct coach, that is the one way to do it. We make it really easy. Just go to work on your game university.com. You can read up on everything that we're doing there, what you're going to get in the program, at least a good preview of what you're going to get in the program. And then you can schedule a time to get on a call with us. And uh, once you get on that call, it's free of charge. It's called a game session. We want to talk to you about where you're at, where you want to go what you think might be in your way. Once we're clear on that, then we'll tell you if we believe we can help you and believe you'd be a good fit. We'll tell you how it works from there. Again, that's work on your game university.com. That link and the number are both down in the description to this episode, wherever you're consuming this. Now with that out the way, let's get into this topic, which is signs of a true expert. Now, this is something that I've gotten to think about as I talk to a lot of people on social media. I tell you that there's one app called X. Many of you have commonly known this app as Twitter. I do engage with people on this app, even people with whom I disagree. And I noticed that a lot of people like to defer to someone being an expert, quote unquote, on certain topics. And I also noticed people kind of use this as an, as an escape route on certain topics as well when questioned. So what I want to talk about here is what makes someone an actual expert versus what maybe a lot of people may think makes one an expert. So this is something that you can use in two ways, both as a frame of reference when you're uh, considering whether or not another person is a credible source as an expert on a subject. And also, if you want to be an expert in what you do, let's say you're positioning yourself as an expert, and I'm an expert on a certain thing, I'm going to tell you what to look for so that you know the person is really an expert or if they're bluffing, claiming to be an expert, but they're actually not. And also, keeping in mind that just because someone's an expert does not necessarily mean you should listen to everything that they say. And just because someone is not an expert does not necessarily mean that what they're saying is not credible, useful, nor should it be ignored. Uh, Keeping all that in mind, let's start here with the definition of the word expert. Quote, a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area. Close quote. Comprehensive and authoritative knowledge or skill in a particular area. That is what makes someone an expert. Now, again, as I told you, I get on this app X slash Twitter and I gaze at random people. And some of them are experts. Some of them may not be experts who most of the time you don't know, because a lot of times these are, they don't have their real names or real faces up on their profiles. And when I get into engaging with them and I get to asking them a question about themselves, they tend to get evasive, these nameless, faceless people. Or there'd be some people who will claim that they're an expert at something, but they had no way of proving it because their real name and real face are not there. So it's not like you can go Google them or look them up. All of my material on any app you find me is all public information, by the way, for the record. So I find it interesting that many people whose, again, their bios present them as experts. These are people who actually do say that they're an expert. They fail to follow through on the points I'm going to share here today. So we got some 
non-true experts. Let's just call it that. Some untrue experts out there, quote unquote. And I'm using the term loosely when I say experts at this point. And the points I'm going to share here today is going to help you understand how you can, at least in your own mind, expose these folks. And also find that many people in defense of some experts, people who they consider to be experts, do not understand logically what truly makes a person an expert. Now, I've already given you the definition, which says comprehensive and authoritative knowledge in a particular area or skill in a particular area. Well, that's a challenging definition because those terms are very relative. Who's to say whether someone's knowledge is comprehensive and authoritative? But usually people put that on someone who they like and agree with and want to believe in, and they'll take it away from someone who they don't like, don't agree with, and don't want to believe in. Now, can we agree to that? It's like if I told you I'm an expert on basketball, but I believe Michael Jordan's better than LeBron and you believe LeBron is better than Michael Jordan. You may say, well, you're not that much of of an expert anyway, no matter who you are, even though I probably have more expertise than the person that I'm talking to. So people tend to kind of move the goalposts when it comes to these relative terms. So that's what makes this definition, although it is the definition. I mean, definitions are not right or wrong, but it makes this definition a little bit tricky because people can play around with it when it has relative terms in it. That's why I'm doing this whole episode. So I'm going to break down in a more practical way and also in more detail how you can tell a person is an expert. And as always, especially for those of you who are new around here and those of you who are old, let me inform you or remind you. Listen to everything that I'm saying as I explain this. I want you to listen to it just based on your own knowledge and using your own best judgment. Does this make sense? Uh, is it making sense to you that, yes, okay, that is a good way to kind of have a litmus test as to whether someone's an expert or not? So I want you to understand that when you listen to this show, you're not listening to this as me telling you, hey, this is just what it is and this is the way that you should think about things. Sometimes I do say those things, but often, most of the time, I would say 97% of the time when I present information or perspectives here on the show, I want to present it in such a way that even if you've never even thought about this, if you've never even considered, hmm, what makes somebody an actual expert? You never thought about this before and you listen to what I'm saying here today, just ask yourself, does this make sense? Based on what you know, based on your baseline knowledge, your experience, what you know or what little maybe you know or what you do not know, does it make sense? One of my expert skills is that I can talk to someone who has never even considered a topic, talk about that topic and do so in such a way that when I get done talking about it, you understand it a whole lot better and you could even go and apply it and use it in your own life. That's what I'm going to do here today. So, again, you don't ever have to have even considered this question before what makes someone a true expert for everything I'm going to say here today to make perfect sense to and for you, even if you disagree, it will make sense. And you'll be clear on what you disagree with once I get through my points here today. And if you agree, which I think you will, you'll understand why as well. So that's what I'm going to explain how you can be sure you personally, those of you who are wants to be this, how you're a true expert at what you do, regardless of what it is, and regardless to whom you're displaying your expertise, even if you're displaying it to someone who's a complete novice or a complete nobody, in your space. They should be able to tell that you're an expert. And again, having a a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge and skill is again, a relative thing. So it's too slippery, not clear enough. I'm going to clarify it all here today. Point number one, topic once again is signs of a true expert. How do you know someone's a true expert? Number one, a true expert has mastered the skill of simplification. True expert simplifies. This is the key of all keys. A true expert can simplify their explanations and their understanding of a topic. And a true expert can simplify their knowledge in such a way to make it easy to understand for someone who knows zero about the subject. 
That's what a true expert can do. If you're talking to someone and they are presenting themselves as, or maybe you're just considering whether or not they are an expert at a topic, all you have, this is the first thing you should look at. Can they explain their area of expertise, alleged expertise, in a simple enough way that even someone who knows zero about it can understand it? If they can't do this, they are not an expert. If you cannot communicate and simplify your knowledge for someone who does not have your knowledge, you are not an expert. True expert simplifies. For example, any of you ever been to a doctor or a dentist? When the doctor or dentist has concluded that there is some work that needs to be done on your body or on your teeth, what does the doctor or dentist have to do before they get into actually doing that work? The dentist decides you need a root canal or you need this tooth fragment removed. You have a cavity. We got to fill it. Or the doctor decides, okay, you have this virus and we got to do this for it. Or you have this issue with your knee. And this is the way that we're going to treat it. But you have this going on here and this is the way that we're going to deal with the situation. Before the doctor or dentist can actually start dealing with the situation or helping you deal with the situation, what do they have to do? Usually, the person that they're working on, when they have control of their mental faculties, that's you. So if you're at the dentist and the dentist decides something's up with you too, the dentist is going to talk to you about it. And with your body, again, when you're in the doctor, assuming you can communicate and you have ability to actually make a decision. Or there's someone there with you or on your behalf, speaking on your behalf, who can make a decision. What does the doctor and dentist do? We know what they do. They have to explain to you or to whoever is going to make decisions on your behalf. What is the problem? Where the problem came from? If they have an idea of the situation, then what needs to be done? What your options are? And then based on the option that you choose, what's going to happen? How it's going to work? and How the whole process is going to go down? Isn't that what happens when you go to the doctor or the dentist? They got to explain to you everything. Okay, this is where it's happening. This is where it has likely come from. Here's what I've seen before in this situation. Here's what we can do. Here's some things that we can't do. Here are your options. If we do this, it's going to go like this. If we do this, it's going to go like that. If we do that, and it's going to go this way. They give you your options and then they tell you, okay, all right, what do you think? What are you thinking about doing? Maybe you will refer to them and say, well, doctor, what do you suggest? Maybe the doctor or dentist will even tell you that in the process. Well, look, I suggest we do this or this, but you always had the option of doing that. A doctor will say the same thing. We could do this. We could do that. We also could do this over here. And then they tell you like the hopefully if they're any good, the pros and cons of each option that you could possibly choose. Right? Isn't that what they do? Isn't that what your auto mechanic does when they tell you something's wrong with your car? Isn't that what they do? They say, all right, this is the issue with the car. Here's how it could possibly have happened. If you ask, maybe they don't get into that. If you don't ask, then they say, OK, well, here's what needs to happen. Here are the choices. If there are choices. Here's what would happen. Here's how long it would take. Here's what you need to do at this point. No, and you get to make a decision what you want to do. Here's the point. A true expert must have the ability to simplify. This is the reason why I'm telling you all this part in point number one, because most of the time, the true expert is talking to someone who's not also an equal expert. When you take your car to the auto shop to have it looked at because it's making a funny noise, do you understand what's going on under the hood of your car as well as the auto mechanic understands what's going on under the hood of the car? Probably not. That's why you went to them instead of you just doing it your damn self. You went to them because they know what you don't know. But even though their knowledge is more expensive than yours in that particular area, they had to communicate to you what the problem is, not on their level of expertise, but on your level of being a novice, because otherwise they wouldn't be able to make any money because if they can't explain to you what the problem is and what to do about it. Then you would never agree to doing anything and they wouldn't make any money. They wouldn't have a business. See, this is why a true expert has to be able to simplify because they have to be able to break things down 
to the level of their audience, not speak above their audience on the level that they're at. Because again, most people ain't experts at most things. Even those of you who are experts at a thing or three, most things in life you are not an expert at, which means in other areas of life, you need people who are experts to be able to meet you where you're at, not demand that you meet them where they're at. Everybody understand what I'm saying here? I talked about this a lot in episode number 2810, just a week ago, how to know that you're smart or not. And I told you that people who are truly smart have the ability to simplify their communication to make it easy for everyone to understand. Whereas people who want to pose as smart, but are actually not as smart as they want to present themselves as they are, what they do is they junk up the conversation to make it harder to understand because then that puts them egotistically on a pedestal above the people to whom they're speaking. And I gave you many examples of the type of people who do this and the places where you can normally find them. There's a few places specifically that you see these people all the time. So this is not only an understanding thing when you are able to simplify because you have to understand what level the person's on who you're talking to. Because if I'm talking to, if I had to explain, it says the same, explain the general concept of entrepreneurship. I was just explaining how entrepreneurship works and I got 15 minutes to explain it. I would say it differently if I'm talking to a bunch of people who are my parents' age, who are 60 some years old. They aren't really full-time entrepreneurs. Maybe they dipped and dabbled in it in their lives, but they haven't ever been like full-time, all-the-time entrepreneurs. I'm talking to people of that age group. Then I'm going to explain it a little bit differently than I would talking to a room of fifth graders. Both, I'm talking to two audiences who are both not experts, but I have to have the communication skill to get it to the 65-year-old people on their level. And also to get it to the 10 year olds on their level. And it's not going to be the same conversation, even though neither one of them has my level of expertise. So this is a communication skill. True experts have to be experts at communication as well as experts at their craft. Everybody following? Good. Have you ever wondered why so many people have big goals and big dreams for themselves and they work hard every single day, yet they never reach their goals? You ever wondered about that? I have. And I found out the reason why this happens. Is because most people never ask themselves a key third question, which is, who do I need to be while I'm doing what I'm doing so that I can have what I want to have? You see, if you never fix your mindset and the way that you're thinking about a situation and the way you think about yourself and the way you see yourself in the mirror, then it doesn't matter what you do and it doesn't matter what you want. You will never get there because you simply have an inaccurate formula. I wrote the book called The Mirror of Motivation, which addresses this first question. Who do I need to be? And when you answer that question, then when you do what you need to do, it will produce the outcomes of you having what you want to have. If that sounds like it might be the missing link in your process, and let me let you know, it is the missing link in your process. Go to mirrorofmotivation.com. All you do is cover the shipping, and I'm going to give you a free copy of that book physically mailed to your doorstep. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. So you can be who you need to be, then do what you need to do, and then you're going to have what you want to have in your life. Mirrorofmotivation.com. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to be a true expert, signs of a true expert at what you do. Point number two, your ability to untangle knots and fix mistakes. I heard someone explain once that an expert is a person who has made every possible mistake in a specific field. Now, I like this definition because a true expert can not only break something down and see what it is and tell you what it is in communication, but also They can identify problems that other people who are not quite experts are making in a particular space. That's what a good expert does. They can look at what someone else is doing and say, "Okay, I see what your issues are here. You need to fix 
these 17 things and then you'll be in a much better space. Go fix those. Come back and then let's have more of a conversation. Just today, as a matter of fact, this afternoon, a client of mine in Brooklyn New Game University sent me a file of a book that she is working on that we want to get out quickly. She was thinking about getting out in about, mm, I think her timeline was maybe four or five months. I said, your timeline is now two months. So we're going to get this out sooner. And that's one thing. But the other thing was she sent me a file that she was working on, said, hey, can you let me know if I missed anything, what we can do? And I marked up her document. I put it in, in Google Docs. They had this thing called suggestion mode. I think they have it in Microsoft Word as well. And, and suggestion were mode. Anything that I change or edit or add to the document and comments that I put and all that, it all gets highlighted for the person who created the document so they can accept my changes, reject my changes, make different changes. They can see every comment that I left and update the file according to the comments and say, hey, you need to do this. You need to fix this. This part is missing. You can take this part out. How about we do this? You got to consider this. We got to add these pieces so they can go through and do all that stuff. The point being, me being an author, an expert at writing books, which I am an expert at also getting books out and sold based in my particular space in my genre. I'm an expert in those things. I can look at someone else's book and say, okay, well, here are some things that we can do given that this is the goal. Assuming that this is the goal, and I already know what the goal is for my client because we've had conversations already. She's a member of a university. Knowing what her goals are, are, these are the changes that we need to make. All right. These are the edits that we need to make. That's what an expert can do. They don't just, they can not only look at things from scratch and kind of build it up. They can look at something that already exists and say, all right, here are the things that we can do that can make this better or undo the problems that are happening right now. Or Russell Brunson, for example, he's an online marketer. He's a sales funnel expert. He said that he can look at another person's sales funnel and immediately diagnose what a problem may be with the funnel. So if a person comes to Russell and says, Russell, my funnel is not converting the way I wanted to convert. What do you think about it? What should I do? Russell can look at it and immediately say, okay, here's six things you can do differently with this funnel. And I've heard him talk about this. He said, I can do that because I've looked at so many funnels and I've launched so many funnels myself that I have like a fingertip feel and expertise in that space. And all of you, who at least those of you who want to be or you consider yourself to be an expert, you have that fingertip feel in your space. And I have a fingertip feel in my spaces. And you know what my spaces are because I tell you about them all the time. Mindset, strategy, systems, and accountability. And you look at the things that I've particularly done to know uh, these are areas that I can help people with. In working your game university, we have a very eclectic uh, group of people because those four areas could apply to a lot of different things in life. It's my ability to look at things and break them down and understand them and put them back together. That is my real expertise. It's not about a particular job or industry, like writing a book or launching a podcast. So yes, I can help you with that, but there's a lot of other things as well. But this is what an expert does. They can immediately diagnose problems, untangle a knot, and solve seemingly unsolvable mysteries. That's what an expert can do. They can solve the unsolvable. If you think about it, again, this is what your auto mechanic does when there's a weird noise coming from your car. Or your orthopedic doctor does when you have a problem with your knee or your ankle. Or what your dentist does when there's an issue with your teeth. A true expert can identify a problem that most people may not have been able to identify. And one important thing that I do, for example, in coaching is help people understand not only what a problem is, but also the underlying principles of why I'm saying this is a problem, why we need to fix this. So I can look at someone's book and say, okay, we need to add these six pieces and we need to take these three pieces out. But it's not just the fact that I'm telling them, do this, do that, do this, do that. It's me also explaining along the way, all right, here's the principle behind why I'm saying this so that they're getting smarter in the process of getting helped. 
All right. So this way we're not just solving the problem right? because well, not just solving the problem, but also this person's knowledge base has now expanded. Now they know more than they knew before. And now they're moving themselves to an even higher level. So they're elevating and getting their problem solved and doing it all with urgency and in a much more timely fashion than they would have done on their own. This is what a good coach or a good expert in anything that they do is doing naturally. This is just naturally occurs. Do you know what the number one key is for you to advance and get to a higher level from where you are right now? It is not for you to work harder, wake up earlier or go to sleep later. No, it is for you to get the right insight. In other words, to ask yourself the right questions. These questions are usually questions that you don't have the answer to. But dealing with those questions opens the door for you getting to that next level that you want to reach. How do you get help with this? By getting coaching, by getting around other people who can see things that you don't see, who have perceptions and insights that you don't have. This is why coaching is as valuable as it is. And this is why higher level performers always invest in coaching. The best way you can do that from here is to go to work on your game university.com. That is the only place I offer coaching, the only place I work with anyone directly. If you just go to work on your game university.com, you can see all your options for getting involved with us and engaging and having someone coaching you so that you can take yourself to that next level again through insight, not just through effort. Again, it's work on your game university.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how do you know someone is a true expert? Signs of a true expert. Number three, they welcome disagreement as a teaching opportunity. This is an important one that I talked about. I touched on this a lot in back in episode number 2810. True experts do not shy away from being challenged, questioned, or even openly disagreed with if they're a true expert. Now, depending on how someone communicates their challenge, question, or open disagreement, it could lead to a back and forth, a contentious conversation. But an expert is usually, right, for me, for example, I'm happy as an expert if someone ever challenges questions or openly disagrees with some comments or something that I've said or published or done upon which I'm an expert. Now, if I talk about something where I'm not an expert, then I don't mind somebody challenging me there either, but it's not really doing anything for me because that's not my area of expertise. But you want to come to me around any of the things that you hear me talk about on an expert level, I'm happy for that. I'm happy with that. You know why? Because it gives me an opportunity to further prove my expertise. It gives me an opportunity to sharpen my sword on whoever is coming at me with a challenge or question or open disagreement, especially a challenge and open disagreement. Because a question could just be a question. But a challenge or open disagreement, I will sharpen my sword by cutting the head off of not the person who's challenging me, but of the idea or the challenge itself. You get what I'm saying. Not the individual, just the point. I'll attack the point, not the person. I remember seeing this guy who was a fitness professional. I saw this on Instagram a few years ago. We called this guy an expert. From what I knew about him and his reputation, he was pretty much an expert in the fitness space. And he posted a video of himself doing some workout. Now, any of you know anything about the fitness and exercise space know this? Everybody thinks they know something. <laughs> All right. Fitness and exercise is one area in which everyone thinks they know something, even people who have never had a training client in their lives, have never sold any type of fitness, anything. But everybody thinks that they know something. So when this guy, who I believe was an expert, he posted his workout, just a little clip of him working out. Somebody left a comment offering a critique and telling him that he was doing something wrong. And a professional replied and said, well, I will go some tips. Whoever the commentator, he replied to the commentator. Yeah, we'll go some tips. Give me the tip. And the commentator comes back and says whatever they said. They offer some feedback. Well, you're moving this way the wrong way and your form is off and this and that. The professional replied to the reply. And very politely and professionally, I got to give this guy credit because he did this very politely, did it very professionally. 
he slam dunked the shit out of what this commentator said. He basically completely just pulled this guy's pants down, this commentator, in front of all his you no know, followers and fans and all that, and explained to the commentator why the critique that the commentator had offered was 100% wrong. Again, he did it very politely and very professionally and allowed this commentator to save face in the process. So I give him credit for that. And the point is, this is what a true expert does. A true expert welcomes being challenged, openly disagreed with, and questioned. Why? Because when they're an expert, they're happy to take any challenge because they already know the answer. By the time you come with the question, they already know what the answer is. All right, whatever you think your challenge is, they've probably seen it before. All right, that's why they're an expert. All right, whatever you think they got wrong, they probably have it right, and you just don't understand what you don't understand. So they just have to show you things from a different angle, which is what a good expert does because they're, again, they're master communicators, not just masters at master practitioners. This is what a true expert does. Uh, they don't have to get nasty or make a personal attack on the people who question them. They simply explain to the person why that person may not know as much as they thought they knew. And without saying it, they display why they're an expert and why the other person is not. Without saying those exact words, like, hey, let me show you why I know what I know and why what you thought was true is probably not true because you simply don't have the level of expertise that I have. That's what a good expert can do. What I found on social media, and again, I talked about this in episode 2810, is that many people who are claiming expert, sometimes they actually come out and say it. I've had people actually come out and say it, but many people who claim expert, and again, this I often find these people uh, come from, it's not so much the government folks, sometimes the government folks, but often, like government, I say government, I mean politicians, but often is the academics and the medics. I find this very often with the academics and the medical people. And it's not all of you, because I have medical people in work on your game universities, so I'm not talking about you all. If you're listening, but the academics and the medical people, I find this very often. I think it's because they're just so actually with the medical people, I can understand because the medical industry in the United States has been under attack for a few years now, especially ever since uh, the COVID situation. So I understand that maybe they're just battle weary because they always they got people coming at them all the time or coming at you know, whatever they believe all the time. The academics is a little bit different animal. And I talked about this. So 2018, these folks, when challenged, questioned, or openly disagreed with, you know what I normally see them do? And I had them do it to me, is they, they try to go over the top of you. They try to go over the top of you with letting you know that they have a certain level of expertise, a certain level of credential, maybe whether it be their degree or their job status or the position that they hold or where they work at. Now, I've had that. I've gotten that a lot. I get that a lot when I'm talking, especially with academics. I get that often. And medics do it as well. And there's more uh, clean cut. But I noticed that these folks, a lot of them, they are mentally in the bubble. And the bubble is they only want to have back and forth with people who are in also in their bubble. And there's a reason for that. And the reason for it is, let's take the academics, for example, that they will accept questioning and open disagreement, but only from people who are also in the bubble because the people in the bubble have to play by the rules of academia. See, somebody like me, I don't have to play by those rules. So I could ask anything. I could say anything. I don't have to agree with anything. Whereas someone who's in the bubble, they got to at least, they got to honor the rules. So it's kind of like a boxing match versus street fight. Now in a boxing match, there are rules to boxing. Street fight ain't no rules. And those are two different games. And I noticed that there are some people in these spaces. And again, I, I get this on social media. This is probably just my personal experience because not my personal experience that these people do this. I think they do it often. I get these academics posts and status updates and stuff recommended to me because I engage with these posts because I'm interested in what these people say and I can see how they're operating. I can kind of see through what they're doing and I openly question it and I openly challenge it 
And often I get the dismissive, oh, well, you are not an expert or you're not an expert on this subject. Or it's either they try to tell me I'm not an expert or they tell me that they are an expert and they're at this level of expert. And this is the reason why they don't need to engage. And I've heard academics say this even when they weren't talking to me. I've heard academics say stuff like this. Well, I'm in this position. Why do I need to talk to these people? Well, hey, if you're going to put something out publicly, then people can see it and respond back. But again, a true expert doesn't care who the person is. You challenge me or openly disagree with me or question me. I don't care what your status is. I don't care what you do for a living. I don't care if you are right now not making any money and living in your parents' basement. If you ask me a legitimate question, I will give you a legitimate answer. I'm not going to go over the top of you and say, well, I'm this and you're only that. So I don't have to talk to you. But I, again, I get a lot of people who are, who position themselves as experts who will do exactly that to people, even if they don't say it in so many words. You can see it. You can read between the lines and I'm not I'm making this up. You can see it. I've seen this happen way too much. But anyway, all that out the way. Let's recap today's class. Which is signs of a true expert. The dictionary definition is a person who has a comprehensive and authoritative knowledge of or skill in a particular area. It's a slippery definition because there's too many subjective terms in this definition. So that's why I wanted to go more deeply into this and help explain it in a way that all of you can use as a litmus test. Even if you are not an expert in a particular field, just notice this about the experts with whom you deal. Number one, expert is a master of simplification. They can take a concept that you may not understand anywhere close to their level and they can simplify it down to a level on which you do understand it and you are not left confused. And they don't try to belittle you because they know more than you. A good expert does not do that. Number two, untangling knots and fixing mistakes. A good expert can diagnose problems and fix them even in a situation that is kind of gone completely off course. This is what your auto mechanic does. This is what your dentist or doctor does. This is what I do when I'm looking at an entrepreneur who's already running a business or they have, already have a product out or they're working on a book. I can look at their situation and say, okay, let's add these six things. Let's take these 12 things out. Let's edit these 23 things. And this will be in a whole lot better space. And not only tell you what to do, but also why to do it. A good expert will educate you as well as help you. Number three, welcoming disagreement as a teaching opportunity. Good expert is completely open to being questioned, challenged, and openly disagreed with on their areas of expertise because they can use it as a teaching moment. And again, they don't use it as a moment to belittle or put themselves above the person who is challenging or questioning. Them. They use it as an opportunity to show that person, hey, here's what you don't understand. Here's what you don't see. And because I'm an expert, I will help you understand things that you already understand. A good expert is educating at the same time that they are informing and educating and informing are two different things. They're educating and informing, educating at the same time they're informing, also the same time they're answering when someone questions or challenges them. So notice this and any experts out there and those of you who want to be experts, you need to adjust yourself and make sure that these things all apply to you as well. With all that said, make sure you text me so you're on my text community numbers down below. Work on your game university. Those of you who want to be experts, those of you who are positioning yourself as an expert, you want to be able to do these things in your particular areas and draw an audience of people who want what you're offering because they know that you're an expert, which means they know that you can help them and they're willing to pay you for it. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Let's we'll schedule a time to get on a call with us. We'll talk about where you're at, where you want to go, uh, what's in your way. We feel like we can help you, feel you'd be a good fit. We'll tell you how it works and we'll go from there again. Workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. While you are here, don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions. You can share challenges with me. You are messaging me directly. You can get a direct response from me because I do read and reply to my messages. My number again, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305 384-6894. Make sure you text me because you never know 
when I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee? Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it, though. You don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick, packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now. You probably don't even know it and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning you got to take all these different pills you don't even know what they are you can't remember what's what you don't even know what the ingredients are on these things say goodbye to all of that and try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first order go to drinkag1.com work on your game that's drinkag1.com work on your game check it out and start your journey to a healthier happier you. Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad.